Hey, I'm Jenna Rosenau. I'm sitting here with Elias on the Man Cave Chronicles, and you can catch me on Netflix's Firefly Lane. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. You it. it. A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more from deep inside the Man Cave. Your host, Elias. Jenna, welcome to the cave. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. How are you? Can't complain either. How's uh, life treating you these days with uh, your Netflix show, you know, pandemic? How are you dealing with all that? I mean, the Netflix show has been pretty exciting. The pandemic, not as exciting. Kind of getting over that now, waiting for that to to wrap itself up and leave. But (laughs) what are you going to do, right? Yeah. So Let's get to know a little bit more about, you You know, the listeners recently saw you on Netflix's Firefly Lane. Uh, You had a role on DC Legends. Uh, You had a soap opera in Australia. So you've been like rising the ranks slowly, but you're getting there. Yeah, slowly, but surely. Uh, Yeah, obviously I'm Australian. So I started off working back in Australia and I got to a point there where I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll go overseas and I'll see what happens. And it's that, uh, it's that thing where you have to kind of go back to the start essentially kind of start off as the small fish in the big pond again yeah so what made you fall in love with acting like what was i were you watching something on tv or a movie like how did you like fall in love with the the arts of uh acting well uh i've been doing classes essentially since i was six i have a an older sister with asperger's syndrome which is on the autism spectrum And when she was younger, mum and dad kind of put her into classes to help her with her social skills and kind of just bring her out of her shell a little bit. And when I was little, I wanted to do everything that she did. And I saw her doing that and I was like, "Uh, I want to do that. (laughs) And so they put me into classes when I was six and I just fell in love with it. It's all I've ever wanted to do. Yeah. So even like going through the school and everything and to the point where you're like 18, 19, you're thinking about like university or college, like, was that still the goal at that time? Did you ever switch or think about something else? No, no, I never, I never went to university, never went to college, never. And that was something that I knew I was never going to. It was never something on my radar at all. Um, Yeah. Ever since I was little, I was like, this is it. This is what I'm doing. I'm going to make it happen. Wow. Did you, uh, so when you were young and you were acting, what was like one of your first gigs that you got at a young age? Honestly, I didn't do a lot professionally when I was younger, Um, just taking classes and doing a lot of short films and and student stuff, um, musicals at school, that kind of stuff. And then I think my first professional role was, I think I was 20. Wow. And that was um, on a show called Make a Mermaids. Oh, wow. So that was before the soap opera. Yes. Yeah. Just before I did, I did Neighbours. So I booked... I booked Mako, and then I think when I was still filming that, I booked Neighbors. Wow! So tell us about your your uh, tell us about Neighbors and what kind of like you know going from there to to the point where okay now I'm going to the states. That's the next step. What's the next goal? Yeah, so I mean, I was on Neighbors for three, a bit over three years, and okay. so it's it definitely works a lot differently to a lot of other shows. I mean, we're filming pretty much year round yeah. and you're filming like six episodes a week. So it's like a pretty quick turnaround. 
And so I feel like that was a super good training ground for me because I feel like if you can be doing six episodes a week, anywhere upwards of like 50 scenes a week, you're kind of getting prepared for anything. Oh, wow. So how different is the acting, like even working behind the scenes, like in Australia, than once you've made the move here? I mean, there's not a huge difference in, in uh, like the acting side of things. It's yeah. just pretty much the pace of which things move on that show compared to, you know, you'll be filming like yeah. one episode at a time over here. Yeah. Or sometimes, you know, one or two episodes at a time if you block shooting. But yeah, yeah generally just, just the pace of it. So it's nice to be able to be doing something that you can take a little bit more time with. Yeah. So when did that, did your character end in that show? What was like, so when you decided to move to the States for the, like the next big thing? Yeah. So I think how I went out was um, just before I left, my character had a baby. She was a, a teen mum, and uh, she, she moved States. She moved up to Queensland. Um, so I guess the door is open there, but yeah, I'm pretty focused on seeing what's going to happen over here. So uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, your role in the DC Legends. That was a fun one. I played uh, I played Jane Austen in that. So that was that was super cool. Uh, anything that I get to do that takes me to a different time period or yeah. you know really delving into, especially like someone that was a real person. So that was that was super fun. I had a great time on that. Yeah. Did you like when you? You mentioned real person. Did you like go back and do like a little research on that character, how you wanted to play her? Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Like any role, you've got to kind of delve in and do that. But yeah. So how exciting has like Netflix Firefly Lane been for you now? I mean, this, this, as soon as this hit Netflix, it went like right up to like number one. And like everybody's watching it. Everybody's talking about it. It's insane. It's insane. It's kind of surreal. I feel like, so we finished filming... Over a year ago, we finished filming kind of like end of January last year. And so then we were kind of waiting to see what was going to happen with it, when they were going to bring it out. And then it got to a point where I was like, okay, come on, release it, release it. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, wow, it's coming out in like a week. And then the excitement kind of really set in there. And yeah, it came out and within 12 hours, it was number one in the US and Canada. And then like within like less than 48 hours, it went number one in the world. And yeah. I think it's still sitting there after seven or eight days now, which is wow. amazing. When you, so when you read the script or when you went for the role, did you originally audition for Kimber or was there a different role that you went for? I did originally audition for Kimber. And yeah. I remember getting the, getting the audition sides. And as soon as I read it, I was like, I have to be a part of this. This is great. It was so well written. It was hilarious. I mean, the show is a drama, but I feel like my character brings like a little bit of comedy into that. And yeah, as soon as I read it, I was like, I, I have a gut feeling that this show is going to be incredible. Yeah. So when I was doing a little research, I saw that the character is not in the books because the show's based off the books. So like that, that give you a little more like freedom, how you're going to play this character. For sure, for sure. I mean, that's always an interesting thing when they're adapting something from a novel to screen or TV. You know, you want to make sure that you're doing the character justice if they are in the book. Yeah. But when they're not there and they're being added, then I feel like that gives you that complete freedom to really create something and really have a play around and come up with something that's fully your own. Yeah. Did the writers like give you like uh, how they wanted you to portray the character or did you have any input on the character? 
No, no, it was pretty much um, what I went in doing in my audition. They were happy with that. Yeah. And it kind of just built from there. Yeah. Was this a self-taper first or was it a live audition? No, it was an in-room. It was an in-room. Okay. happened back before the pandemic was even a thing. <laughs> so how did, you, how did you prepare for this character for the audition? Well, it's interesting. I, this, this audition sticks out in my mind so much. The character description, part of it said that um, she is the epitome of early 2000s style and that she's a young socialite. So instantly in my head, I was like, okay, I'm getting Paris Hilton vibes here. <laughs> so that was kind of my starting point. Yeah. It, it ended up being quite a bit different to that, but that's where I started off as. And I was like, okay, fashion sense, early, like epitome of early 2000s vibes. So I went out and I was like, I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to buy a really like... 2000s outfit it's gonna be great yeah and then I I got to the audition and I walked into the waiting room and I saw all the other girls that were there for the role and I was like oh have I stuffed this up because I am wearing something that is totally different <laughs> to everyone else wow. but it turned out okay so yeah. so after like recording a few episodes or anything like how would you describe her after you played her already for a few episodes so it's it's interesting. I feel like she's a very multifaceted character. I mean, she can definitely come across as quite vapid, but yeah. getting through the series, you'll find out that she's anything but. But um, yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of sides to her that that are very interesting, and I feel like being a character that is essentially the villain, it's yeah. very easy for those kind of roles to become one dimensional, and so I feel like finding those layers is super important. Did you find any like challenges playing the character? Did you find it easy? I I found it quite easy, um, probably because I'm not like Kimba at all, and yeah. so I feel like that gives you just the range to fully go go for it and and play with it. I feel like when when you're playing characters that might be a little bit similar to you, you actually get you go a little bit the opposite. You might be a little bit more reserved in in what you're showing. Yeah. Now you play Sarah Chalk's like boss. How fun was that? And how would you like describe the chemistry between you two? Oh, that was so fun. I've been a big fan of Sarah's for a long time. I was a huge fan of Scrubs. And so I was super excited when I found out that I was getting to work with her. And she is just, she's so nice. She's so kind. She's hilarious. She's, she was just the best to, to work with. What's your favorite scene with her? Do you have a favorite scene? Because um, you had a few scenes with, with her. Yeah, probably my favorite scene. It's in the it's in the second episode, and um, I have a a dog called Joan Didion that I carry around in my bag. And um, this dog was in the scene, and the poor little thing was just shaking the whole scene. Yeah. And there's there's a part of it where I'm asking her to uh, express the dog's anal glands, and we we kind of ran that scene. And when we got to that part. They were just like, let's just improvise. Let's just see what happens. Just see what comes out. And it was just hilarious to, to go through that. <laughs> so about your character, what's the one thing that you love the most about her? And one thing that you didn't like about her? What One thing that I loved the most about her and one thing I didn't like about her? Yeah. Okay. The one thing I love the most about her is probably how driven she is like she is determined to make a name for herself she yeah. really wants this she's working hard to get where she's going which leads into 
the thing that I, I don't like about the that uh, kind of personality is she's willing to step on anyone to mm. get what she wants. Is there anything you would change about her? Or would that be it right there? Yeah, probably, probably that. But I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Like, that's life. There's people out there like that. Yeah. No one's no one's all good or all bad. Right. So I think it's it's good to see those kind of dynamics. Yeah. What do you if there is a season two? Because I haven't even heard if there's been a season two renewed yet. Where do you where do you want to see your character go? Oh, that's that's a really interesting question. I mean, I am also hoping there will be a season two, and you know, I feel like I feel like there's there's a lot that they could probably do with it. Uh, I'd like to see a little bit more growth in maybe her being becoming a little bit more humble and realizing, you know, that doing things a certain way maybe isn't the best way to advance her career. <laughs> who's uh, other than your character? Who's your favorite character on the show? Oh, favorite character on the show? Probably Cloud, who's played by Bo Garrett, um, Tully's mum. I thought that she just did an incredible job at that role. And it's just, it's so great to watch. So hopefully you have no idea season two, you haven't heard anything yet, I assume. No, no, we haven't heard anything yet, but um, I think we're all, we're all just waiting for that, yeah. for that good news. Now you have another project coming out also. One of us is lying. Tell us about that. So that was a pilot that I shot around the same time that I was doing Firefly. Um, it's a it's it's also based on a novel uh, a YA novel by Karen M McManus and um, that was a, another really fun one I remember getting the audition for that and realized that it was based on a book so I looked it up and I saw that someone had left a review on the book saying that it was a it was like a, a cross between like the breakfast club meets pretty little liars and yeah. I was like okay I'm digging that vibe I like that that sounds pretty cool um, basically, it's uh, it's about five teenagers who go into detention, but only four of them come out, and so then it oh. kind of turns into a bit of a whodunit mystery of of who killed this this kid in detention. Yeah. Um, yeah. As I said, we shot the pilot, and it did get picked up to series, but because of COVID, nothing further has happened with that so far. So I, again, another one we're just kind of waiting to hear about. Mm. Now, um, so you've played. You said you played a soap opera role. You did the drama. Do you have like a dream role you want to play someday? Is there like a comedy role or like, cause you did even did the, not a superhero role, but you had a part in a comic role yeah, as well. Yeah. I mean, so there's, there's a couple of things that come to mind. I'm a, like, I, I do love comic books, um, yeah. particularly big fan of Mark Miller's comics. Um, one day, like I'm obsessed with shows or movies about magic I really love that kind of fantasy genre. So one day I would love to do something in, in that kind of genre. And then the other thing that I would really, really love to do one day is play a James Bond villain because there's never been a female right. yeah. villain. Like there's been like bad, like bad females, but they've never yeah. been the main villain. And so that's that's on my list. Yeah. You got to push it. Next yeah, the sure. You got to call them up and say, you want to play the villain. <laughs> Yeah. Is there any other projects that you did film before the pandemic that's going to come out or or other things you're working on recently? Yeah, no, nothing, nothing super recently. It's been a little bit quiet because of the pandemic. Everything's kind of been yeah. a little bit shut down. But um, yeah, a few things that are 
in the pipeline. So just waiting to hear more on them. That's awesome. Uh, lastly, how can the listeners and the viewers find you on social media? Uh, on Instagram, um, I'm just under Jenna Rosenau and on Twitter, Jenna underscore Rosenau. Jenna, this is great. Thank you for coming on. No worries at all. Thanks so much for having me. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. time.